get a dose of what you missed and what you never knew. Real conversations, our interpretation, behaving persuasion. That's the way that we give it to you. Gals, what they want. Gals, what they need. A pleasant good day to all. You are listening to another episode of Gals, hosted by a gal, but I can't speak for all gals. This is a podcast brought to you by 10th Year Seniors, and I am your host, Mando. And in the gal cave with me today, I have... Jody. My name is Jody Minnis. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Again, if y'all remember back in summer of 2018, Jody was a guest, and we talked about the summer trends of that particular summer. We did. We did. You wore that cute shirt. I did. The jungler shirt. Yes. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh. That was 18, 19, 20. That was three years. No, four. Well, yeah, because it's summer now, and it's 2022. That's quite some time. Jeez. (laughs) So much has changed. I'm happy to have you back. I'm here now. Happy to catch up, and we'll see see what's so new. Because I think back then you were just an artist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, art was like your thing been to shows of Jody since then oh just a little in case it sounds insidery Jody and I are friends outside of the podcast it's not yes, the first time we've spoken since the last episode um thank you so much for coming back to the cat of course cave. thanks for having me would you like to tell the people what you do now so I am a I'm still a visual artist um mm-hmm. writer uh curator but I work primarily at Turn Gallery where mm-hmm. I am the gallery manager um mm-hmm. yeah. come on manager <laughs> so that's your official title yeah my gallery official manager. title is gallery manager okay that's what, what do you my business cards <laughs> what does the gallery an art gallery manager do Turn Gallery is by Island yeah, so it's located on the Island House's mm-hmm. property. Um, so if you've been to the Island House, before you get up to the main hotel, it's the first building on the left after the security booth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so specific, but <laughs> literally that's what well, it see, is. I only <laughs> ever I needed to know that because i only ever been once for a wedding. So, and that was like ages ago. I think that people divorce by now and all. It's so. far. <laughs> so I get Bruh, it. Uh, far. Ridiculously far. Yes. Um, but a gallery manager's role differs depending on the gallery. So I work in a commercial art gallery. So underneath my um, scope of work is liaising with artists, liaising with clients, um, social media. Also, social media and communications comes underneath my purview as well. Oh, so when all them stuff that be on like turn gallery Instagram, that's you. That's me. Oh, so you be posting, hon. We be posting. Um, <laughs> but I, I will say that it's a very collaborative space. So, mm-hmm. um. I, we, you know, bounce ideas off of one another um, all the time. So before I post anything, I talk to my team about it and mm-hmm. they give me their insight. Um, but curatorial work, like putting up exhibitions, picking artists, um, just keeping a distance with the exhibition calendar because we have our calendar planned out till 2025. Oh, come on yeah, now. Babe. Not 2025. <laughs> 2025. I don't even have meals planned for the rest of the week. Listen. <laughs> I have tonight for sure. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah, and then there's, like, liaison with other galleries internationally. Mm-hmm. When we go to art fairs, I represent the gallery along with um, the directors of the gallery as well. Mm-hmm. So I do a lot of things. It sounds so... I was about to ask, so as a manager, do you have staff? Um, I have a... There's a gallery administrator who works with me. So our jobs are not really hierarchical in that sense. Like. Mm. Yeah, I feel like manager is for the gallery, but I don't manage. You don't manage people? Not in a linear sense like that, no. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, nobody have to come to you and ask about their vacation days? No. <laughs> Everybody reports to the same person? Everybody reports to the same person. So, okay. Yeah. So when you go to these art fairs to represent the gallery, mm-hmm. so you be the one that the people talk to? Yeah. And if, like, if y'all bring a painting... Yeah. You'll be the one to sell it and stuff like selling. that. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, art gallery manager. So how did you get this job? So uh, that's a funny story. Um, I actually, and my bosses and all of that know that, but I actually applied to work at the Island House um, in the hotel. Um, mm-hmm. And they 
were like, what do you want to do? And I was like, yeah, I want to be like a front desk manager or something. I just Girl, was, what? Yeah, I just was looking for something to do. To I just, like, I've, ne- I've never heard anybody say, I want to be the front desk manager. Yeah, I, That's usually something people just fall into. Man, and not to trivialize the job to people who do that. But I just thought that it would be, I just wanted to work outside of my field for a little bit. Mm, um, wanted something different. Yes. Um, and then when the plans of like, turn the gallery itself were coming up and my direct directors were like thinking about it i was someone who came up um, oh so hold on you was already working at island house no i was not working they was okay, like okay this application was in yeah i just sent in my resume and they was like okay mm-hmm. we get back to you and i was like all right cool and then i didn't hand and i was like i guess they ain't getting back to me well how uh, long was it um it was like a couple months it was a couple good months couple months yeah but so you have the excuse me i only have it's one okay. job <laughs> it's okay. um and that was pretty much hey but, you got it when you want to start and two weeks later i was in the, on the people job yeah so i was i was freelancing so i I've always freelanced in um, arts administrative spaces mm-hmm. from like 2013. Um, so I always work part time or like mm-hmm. on call or whatever. So um, yeah, so I did like an exhibition there. So I was already someone that they was like thinking about looking mm-hmm. at. So when um, they wanted to start the gallery, they was like, they called me into a meeting. It was like, hey, we want to do this. I have your resume on file already. Like, would you be interested in this? And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so you applied for the, the front desk manager. The people down to the gallery was like, well, you remember Jody, your application? And yeah, you know. And it was like, no, call her down. And then you'll right. talk and you was like, actually, sure. Yeah. Here I am. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, okay. So do you still do... Your art? Are you still painting, drawing? Definitely. So the gallery... So Turn is different from more, most commercial galleries here because we represent Now when artists. you say commercial gallery, what, so, specific, what does that mean? So our main goal is to sell art. Okay. Com- okay. Commercial yeah. galleries and galleries will come to sell, not necessarily just for y'all to look at. We want right. people to buy things. Right. Okay, cool. Go right. ahead. So... Yeah, so someone like the National Art Gallery, their main purpose is just educational exhibitions. Mm-hmm. So they don't sell anything off of the wall. Okay. Right. So, um, yeah, so would you ask me? <laughs> <laughs> I asked if you're still painting oh. and drawing. Tell yes. the people what, what all visual art that you do. Um, I paint, I draw, I sculpt, I perform, I do video work, photography, a little mm-hmm. bit of everything. Um, and Girl, are you supposed to paint me? I was supposed to paint you. What happened? We never do that. We could still do it though. Okay, let's okay, <laughs> let's put that on the thing. Let's put it on yeah. to do with this. But yeah, so are you still doing yeah, those things? So turn represents my artwork as well. So yeah. That's it? Yeah. That's it? Thanks. Okay, that's all right, all right, all right. So you're still doing that. So when you say represent your artwork, you mean that when you draw something or paint something or video something, whatever that looks mm. like. They sell it like they can sell it. Like you could put it up in yeah. the gallery and it can be sold. Yeah, they're responsible for for selling it. Okay, so when you now when you put it up in the gallery, not any business, just a little bit. That's let's cool. just say your price is the price of the piece is two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and they sell it. Mm-hmm. How much of that two hundred dollars goes to you? We get the majority, given that you work there. The artist. Oh, I get the majority percent. Okay, so, so it doesn't matter if you're an employee. No. Okay, so they get a percentage, but you get the yeah. lion's share of it. Yeah, so most okay. most commercial art galleries either have a 65-35 split. So okay. 65 going to the artist, mm-hmm. 35 going to the gallery. Um, yeah, so mo- no matter where you go, mm-hmm. if you put something in an art gallery, depending, if, if it's not a non-profit, they mm-hmm. would take a certain percentage. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so does do, like, your other team members do art as well? no. I'm the only yeah. artist. Oh my gosh! <laughs> on the team. Um, well, the only visual artist, my um, co-worker, he's a musician, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, only visual artist. So, how much of your art have you had in turn? I haven't. So, my first, my, I was in a group show October last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a photography exhibition, um, and then I have a two-person show at the gallery next year. So next summer. Okay. Around this time, I have a two-person show there. So that'll be, like, my debut exhibition mm-hmm. at the space. Yeah. Okay. So you haven't had any up in there yet? N- well, not where the main focus was me. Like, it was... No, I don't I mean, like, like one main out of focus, six I mean, people. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't mean, like, main focus. I just mean any any piece of art in there. Yeah, I've, I, I have pieces in there. Um, Yeah. 
currently now? One. One. That's so how much they done sell for you, Jody? That's what I ask. And how much are the people that sell they for you, They take care of me. <laughs> okay. So that's a lot. They, that's, yeah, okay. They, so it they does really like make me. room for your talent. Do you feel like you've grown as, as an artist? Being, for sure. Okay. For sure. I would say that one of, the th- one of the good things about having representation is that they act as a liaison for you and an administrative assistant for you if there's any like issues or problems that you're trying to figure out on the business side of art they so you like the city girls and they like quality control is that what's happening okay (laughs) to an extent yeah so what they do um like i have work at the tampa museum of art now Mm -hmm. so they help me like coordinate shipping with that and oh so you have a machine behind you Right, that so is so good. Does okay, yeah. got it, got it. Yeah. So, is this would you consider this your dream job? Because you're an artist working in an art gallery that now represents you and sells your arts. Um, I think yes, yes, and no. Okay, so I think yes because of the creative freedom that I have. I work with a very supportive team of people. Like so, it so it's um. In that sense, it's my dream job. Like, I work with great people. I get to do great work. I still get to... But the main focus of my job is not educational. So I I want to work in a more, like, educational space. And they know this. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the main purpose of your job is to bring money into the gallery. So that's the main purpose of anybody's job who works at a commercial art gallery. Okay, gotcha. You know what I mean? Because it... It doesn't have anything else but the sales to subsidize it in mm-hmm. that case. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like if you have, I mean, it sounds reductive, but if you have a clothing shop, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got to sell the clothes, mm-hmm. you know, so you could, you know, so it's that same kind of So way. you rather teach the girlies I would as opposed love, to sell to them. I would love to teach the girlies. So what you, <laughs> so your dream job is, is art teaching? No, no, not art teaching, but like public Public programming, more like, if I was doing what I was doing for a nonprofit, where the like, what's the word? Money. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> you know? Where the revenue was yeah. going somewhere specific. Yeah. So I, I, we all have very, um, we all played our strengths there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are like persons there who are very like sales minded, sales driven, and who like really go the mile to do things. And I look at them in awe in the way that they are able to. Um, not sell the work in regards to like just like make a quick buck or whatever from it, but for like place the work in institutions and make sure that the work is like in really good collections where mm-hmm. they know that people will constantly be able to engage with the work. I look at them and like, wow, like it's really great that you're able to keep the um the integrity. integrity of the work, place it with these people who, you know, have the same ethos that we have and, mm-hmm. you know, have those relationships. But I'm kind of awkward when it comes to talking to people. And so Child, on. I can't so, say nothing. You want it or you don't want it. <laughs> so I'm very grateful when, you know, my sales, like, go through and stuff. But they're like, we know that you're aesthetics. No. And, you know, we know that you could do the You want it to look good. Person, you know, but... Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, we all bleed our strengths. Okay, so the only thing that would make this job better is if it was, like, a non-profit and you was teaching something. Yeah, but I get to do that. I get to, like, and they they allow me to play into that as well there. How so? I get to um, coordinate programming. So all of, like, the panel discussions and, like, we have a panel discussion coming up um, this week. We have an open mic night coming up this week. We had... Um, like photo shoots in the space and different mm-hmm. things like that I get to do. Oh, you like that kind of stuff? Yeah, like okay, I cool. wouldn't say not I feel like nonprofit wasn't the word. I should say community oriented. Like mm. I'm a community oriented person and I love to be in community oriented spaces. And sometimes when the focus is um purely on selling a thing, the persons who can't afford the thing, how do you still like get them? Yeah, to we're feel keeping like them, they, yeah. Right. How do you? What, what, yeah. what they here for? How do you get them to engage? Mm-hmm. So I feel like our yeah. Well, I know that our gallery does a good job at making sure that everybody feels welcome in that sense. So if you don't mm-hmm. have the money to you know participate in the commercial side of it, you could still come in and enjoy it from the purely just like entertainment side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that creates a good balance and a great commercial space because that's what you need. You need people to to buy in and buy in. So. Yeah. So it's the people buying. The people buying. The people just be buying. <laughs> buying. That's why they buy island house because they're the people who's buying. 
they they people so so I know that you obviously anytime you go on a job, people always have an expectation of what the job is gonna be like and then there's the reality of what the job is. Mm-hmm. So what was your expectation or like three things that you expected and the the reality was either super different or exactly exactly what you thought? That's a good question. Um I expected for things to be a bit slower. Okay. And this is because um I have a nonprofit background. Okay. So all of the places that I freelanced before were nonprofit organizations. They were like quasi governmental organizations. Mm-hmm. So I expected the pace to be a bit slower. Um, but then it was like, no, we gotta, we gotta get this so out. It was like, girl, hurry up! What happened? <laughs> right, like you know the the timelines. What you mean? You want coffee for breakfast? No, miss, right. we done working. <laughs> exactly. You know, like the times, and it's it's been such a rewarding and expanding experience in mm-hmm. that way because, um, you know, I feel like I have. I have both experiences now. I have the nonprofit and I have the commercial side, you know. So I I know how both can meld together to make, you know, mm-hmm. something good. So that's one thing. I, I expect it to be slower. Um, and a happy surprise is that I find myself in conversation more with um, international persons about the work, mm. um, which I think, you know, when we think about exporting Bahamian art and culture and, mm-hmm. you know, like art tourism or whatever, um, you know, it just comes through these, like, conversations and because we show a particular kind of work which is super contemporary mm-hmm. we get a certain kind of clientele and we reach a certain kind of people um which i wouldn't say it was surprise it was a happy surprise that you know we get to engage like this and you find more like-minded people and mm-hmm. you know you kind of don't feel um alone you know <laughs> okay yeah if that makes sense Everybody be speaking English or y'all have like bilingual people on your team? Oh, listen, Are you bilingual? Me, I am not bilingual. I could, I could listen, but I can't ah. respond, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So with Spanish and French, I could listen, but I can't respond. But yeah, um, I'm the only person on my team that's not bilingual. How much y'all it is on the It's team? four. Okay. <laughs> so the three of them, so I know two of them, two of them speak, two of them speak Spanish. Okay. And then two of them speak French. And then there's one who speaks Spanish, French, English, Italian, and German. I know that's right. Right? I know that's right. She's beyond it. She's on top of things. I feel like once you speak Italian, I know there's a fourth language in Mm -hmm. there. Because if you speak Italian, you definitely could speak Spanish. Yes. For sure. And it's no way that you can speak English, Spanish, and Italian, and it stops there. Right. Once you can speak Italian, you definitely have a fourth fourth language under your belt. I'm not surprised that it's German, because I feel like... The girlies always talk in each other. <laughs> I feel like they, they know a thing. Okay. And the third one. Um, Expectation versus reality. It could be something that was exactly what you thought it would be. The response, I think. You knew the girls would love you. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> was like, I'm going to walk in hell. No, because. And it's going to be Regina George, but nice. We have such a prolific team in regards to like everybody's background. Like, like this was like. The I mean, and I, I you know I blow and smoke up our own skirts, but I really, <laughs> I really believe in the work girl that we talk do. Your stuff, girls, <laughs> this is the moment. Yeah, I, I thoroughly believe in the work that we do. I thoroughly believe that everybody's there. We have the same mindset. We have the same goals. So if ever we differ on something, it's just because we have like different backgrounds or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like our mission, we thoroughly believe in our mission and our, our mission and our vision. We thoroughly want to see it succeed. We want to see. We believe in the artists that we work with, mm-hmm. and I think that that's so important because it's like, how can I like? If I don't like it, then how am I, I supposed to convince it. somebody else yeah. to like it? You know what I mean? But we believe it not. We believe in it not just from a purely aesthetical place, but like, I believe in why you're doing it. I believe mm. in why you have a practice. Like I. I'm thoroughly invested in the longevity of your practice. So I don't see it as us selling their work, but it's us making sure that they have consistent investments in this practice mm-hmm. that we believe in so that they could sustain it. Mm. Girl, you love what you do, girl. I do. Down to the, down to the thing. <laughs> Y'all should see it here. Oh, what was, what was I going to ask? Um, would you like to tell us the mission and the vision of Turn Gallery? Yeah, so Turn Gallery. Since you believe in um, it so much. Yeah, so our mission is just to connect Bahamian and wider Caribbean artists with tastemakers and different institutions that are already doing the work. So I often hear my colleagues say that we kind of like late to the game because, you know, there was an upswing in. Um, so in, we opened our gallery October 2020. Okay. Um, 
well, I started working for the gallery October 2020, and we opened December 2020. Um, but that there was a sweet spot between um, the latter part of 2019 to early 2020, where persons were investing more in Af- like African American art, black mm-hmm. art. Yeah. Um, there was like this wave of like black portraiture that happened because people were looking at West African artists, and yeah. so there was just like this like huge investment into. Um, black art you know so and we were like well black caribbean artists have been making this kind of work for quite some time hey we could do it you know and they they have representation abroad and different things like that but is there a place for um and there always has been a place for a gallery based in the caribbean to do the work that we have been doing Mm. um so we were like relating a game as in like you know if we had opened maybe in like 2019 Mm -hmm. then there might have been a difference, but you know we were still. I think we came when we were supposed to when we came out when we were supposed to be out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, so I think that our, our our mission and our vision is just to like get people to just see the things that are already happening. So it's not like we are inventing a wheel or we're doing something that's not totally new, but we're just trying to like expand the spotlight on the practice the, the wheel practices. and spinning y'all just will show the people they could ride that's it the wheel and spinning just just that's hop on it. a ride and we can be right y'all exactly okay <laughs> that, that makes sense thank you so much for sharing all that about turn gallery yeah. we can get into the topic the topic is finding your place in the workplace so now it seems like it would be like quite simple you're an artist you work in an art gallery so your place should be you know pretty pretty easy so how was it like getting into getting into that space like you know you have like different kind of co-workers what kind of co-worker are you are you like the happy co-worker you the one that have an attitude you the one that people be venting to you the one that do the venting you the one that know like all of the local tea like what kind of co-worker (laughs) are you wait how many jobs have you had before this one this is my first full-time job oh yeah Okay, so this is your first, like, yeah. experience, experience, like, day in, day out. Yeah. No breaks from these people. Yeah. You can see them all the time, work yeah. with your, you know, <laughs> work with your boss and your clients all the time. So what kind of coworker are you? Or what kind of coworker would they say you are? I should have told you bring one of your coworkers. <laughs> he would have loved to have been it. Um, but I would say I'm the, the happy-go-lucky, like, coworker. I'm the one that's like, oh, let's go get ice cream. Or, oh, Jesus. <laughs> You're the one that walking on Monday. Hey, y'all. Yes. How's it been? How's it going? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. But I'm I'm also the coworker who, like, has her AirPods in, like, dancing at a desk, um, just trying to get my stuff done. Yeah, so happy-go-lucky. Yes, it's Yeah, me. okay, so you said it's for y'all, it's like, for on your us. team. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you work with these people the most. Yes. Okay, so the the quadlingual one, what kind of coworker is she? This a girl? Yeah, so she used to like, um, yeah, so it's two women and one guy on a no, because that equal three. You say four. I saw uh, um, with me outside of me. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. So it's three girls and one guy. Yeah. So okay, the, the quadlingual one. She she well, it depends. I feel like all of us are very happy go lucky, upbeat kind of people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very like we joke a lot. We listen to music in the office together mm-hmm. a lot. Um, we go on tangents. You know, we talk about everything underneath the sun and then come back and then talk some more um so we all like switch places in that regard so one day i may be quiet and someone is more talkative the next day i'm more talkative someone's more quiet so it like it balances out but balancing a consistent thing so the quadlingual girl what kind of co-worker is she yeah she's the happy-go-lucky like she's the happy-go-lucky co-worker she's the happy-go-lucky let's get it done if we have to stay here till like 10 o'clock at night oh she's the overtime she's the overachieving co-worker yes and she's like but she brings you need one of them though yeah because the rest of us will go home the rest of us will hop in the car yes. and see y'all <laughs> nine o'clock. Okay, okay. So yeah. the gentleman, what kind of coworker would you say he is out of the four of you? He's a downer, right? He's like the if we work until ten o'clock, we work until ten o'clock. You if know? we leave like, in at if four, we leave in at four, we leave in at four. Okay, <laughs> so he's um, the team player. He's a team player. He's the majority rule guy. Yeah, you all, you always need that person yeah. too. Yeah, that you need that person to kind of like 
I don't know. Like, you know when it's like a massive, like, divide. Mm-hmm. You need that person to stand in the middle and be like, nah, listen. Yes. He's we could do all. Yeah. We could do all. We just, we could do one Monday. He's we could take a break. We the next one. Okay. Yeah. And so then our other bilingual friend. Um, what is she? She grounds all of us. She keeps us all grounded. And she's like, hey, guys. You know, like, mm-hmm. love for you guys to work overtime. But you got to come back tomorrow. <laughs> so... We gotta balance this out. <laughs> you know, she she's the logical one. She's yeah. the reasonable one. Yeah, she grounds us. She keeps us like on on track. You know, mm-hmm. but, but she's also fun. Like she's the sensible one. Yeah, when it when it's sense, she's the one who can say, "Hey guys, this is so great. You're doing so well." But also, if you burn out tonight, I still we all have to come to work tomorrow. You still got a clock. So like, right, <laughs> don't forget your overtime right. sheets, guys. Right. This has been so fun. Yeah, but also lunch is here, so we're gonna need to put this up. Yeah, and okay, yes. okay. So we have the sensible coworker, mm-hmm. we have the overachiever, yes. we have the, the majority, the go with the yeah. flow guy, and mm-hmm. then we have the happy go lucky manager. Yes. yes. Okay, great. What kind of lunch takers are you guys? We don't take lunch. I Worst know kind. Yeah. Worst <laughs> kind. It's I cannot so <laughs> relate. Okay, actually, I'm gonna say that since we've been working from home. In an effort, so how my how my job is, you like work from like eight thirty to five thirty, like nine to six, like eight to five, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I just, I just can't get behind that. I don't know why. There's no particular. I just can't get behind <laughs> it. And so I work from like nine to five. So I skip, I skip lunch. Mm-hmm. Quote air quotes. I skip lunch at home. Mm-hmm. What I really mean by that is. If you call me when I eat lunch, I still so pick like, up the phone. Right. If an email comes in, I still do the email. Like, I still do the work. I don't actually take a break where it's like you call and you can't reach me. Mm-hmm. So, technically, now, working from home, I'm a, right. I'm a non-lunch I'm a taker. But let me tell you something. <laughs> when we was in office, baby, <laughs> when you see me get up from that desk. That's you. And push that in. That's you. Don't let me take my sweater <laughs> with me. Because <laughs> if I take that sweater with me, it's, I go on for a minute. Because that means wherever I is, I have the potential to get cold. No. Because that's how long <laughs> I could be there. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, so, y'all, so what y'all, how y'all, when y'all just eat? So, we, we usually get lunch collectively, because um, we get staff lunch. So, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, turn be feeding y'all. Yeah, very grateful for them. Um, that's good. I, I remember my job used to do that. <laughs> but then, it, the pandemic stopped it, to be fair. There wasn't, like, day just stopped, no, but understand. the pandemic stopped it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we normally get lunch, like, around one twenty to one thirty, and then we all, like, we... Not, sorry, not Jody sorry, phone ringing. Oh, alarm for what? What's happening? I, I had to wake up at 9 o'clock one night, and then I just forget to... Okay, all right. So all back right. to the thing. Yes, lunch takers, turn provides lunch. Yeah, so we normally take it, like, around one twenty, one thirty, and then someone, we rotate who, like, goes and gets it, and then, like, we... What they be feeding y'all? Because we used to be on, like, a, a healthy meal plan. Well, it depend. It, it varies. So some days we'd have, like, I think... Today we had, like, baked chicken potato salad and mm-hmm. like peas and rice or something like that mm-hmm. so uh, or like we'd have like you know chicken tenders and salads so y'all have like, like a cap or like a no. food truck comes in no um we get it from the hotel because the hotel provides um okay yeah. okay so okay yeah. so whatever they give y'all is what y'all have for lunch today there is no yeah. like placing a menu oh, order no uh-uh. okay but it's okay because like it's a surprise and then it's uh-huh. it's a surprise <laughs> okay girl yeah, baggage can be juices um real because that's free right does it come out of you guys' check or no, no. okay yeah, yeah yeah so that's fine yeah so so what we do is we just like eat it outside because we don't want like the um the sense to be in the, the gallery. gallery. Yeah. And then we just stand there and sit down and we just like eat, talk, and when you finish your food, you just go back inside. And Y'all don't get tired eating together every day? No. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because yeah. I used to need a little break. No. At least one of them days, I used to be like, oh, okay, I don't want to talk to Someone else needs to sit at the table. Oh, we just like, or we'd stagger time sometimes. So if, so if, Three of us is in the gallery because mm-hmm. it's usually three of us at a time. If three of us is in the gallery, maybe like two of us will go, or one of us will go to a stage just to make sure that someone's in the space at all times. In case people come and they want to spend their money, exactly. there's someone there. Mm-hmm. Okay, do y'all be eating breakfast? Yeah, because I'm a brack. Listen, <laughs> let me tell y'all, I am the coworker. I don't care what what time I get in that office. One thing you could know is I did not eat at home. 
If I if I come before ten thirty, I did not eat at home. And so the containers you see in my hand are not no, my lunch. No, that's the They breakfast. are definitely my <laughs> breakfast. I definitely had to put this laptop down, log in, because, mm-hmm. you know, the feds is watching. Always got to log in. I'm going to go make some Ovaltine because I have the boiled water. I get set myself. And, and I eat at my desk. I don't care that I have boiled egg and sausage. <laughs> you I'm Because it's my desk. It's and I work desk. in. It's your space. And I don't want to miss my lunch hour. So right. I have to eat to this desk. And I have to have my fruit. Mm-hmm. Balance. Right after, and I used to go work who was take my medication. I say that on my desk too, right? Because yeah, why you I have, have to, to start the day, right? So y'all just like eat breakfast like before no. y'all come. Well, we the gallery opens at ten, so okay, so yeah. y'all can eat breakfast. Well, we we're coffee people. Oh yeah, so we're like I I would usually because my drive is so long, I'm mm-hmm. like half an hour on the road. So I, Jesus, yeah. So I know I have like three minutes on the drive. Bless I have like three from I if I start a song as I pull out of my yard, you do. By the time I reach to work, the song is just over. Oh, wow. The bridge is playing as I'm pulling in the yard. So by the time I park and get my stuff together, yeah. that song over. So I really only really have one song. I understand. And I so I have to pick that very carefully. Well, I have like a whole playlist. Like That's I, it's a podcast drive. Like Yes. <laughs> yes it is. You can listen to this come Monday. Right. Okay, so y'all don't necessarily eat breakfast at like work. Y'all no. just you know, you drink your coffee or you have whatever on are you a breakfast person in general on work days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of breakfast do you eat? Um, I um uh, it depends on the mood of the day. Um mm. so I've been hyper fixated on um the zucchini, carrot, coconut loaf from Big House. Girl. Ever since. Yeah, listen, it, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> Where's the meat? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a, I have to be feeling that. I have to be feeling. Like I always feeling meat. <laughs> With every meat. Listen to me. I, listen, I could eat a million zucchini bread. Right. I am not full until I have a slice of salami. Oh. Or hot dog or something. Like, Even if I have oatmeal, I just put like hot dog in my oatmeal. Like eating sausage and grits and then having coffee just don't do my stomach right. So I no, just don't, no. Maybe have some tea then. But then I'm gonna be awake. Oh no! See, I can't relate. I could eat steam ham and rice for breakfast, and once mm-hmm. I have that tea, that's breakfast. Said, yeah, man. No man. Clear that right out. We good to go. I tried to have. Did I have tea this morning? Yes, I had tea this morning. I had to go get coffee at 2 o'clock because I was struggling. What? Yes. Must be because I ain't a, a coffee girl at all. Mm. So, like, I don't have, like, I don't miss it. Y'all got to stop drinking that coffee. <laughs> y'all got to, y'all addicted, man. I, I am. I, I Y'all am. addicted, no, man. Y'all I could drink coffee that. before bed and still go to sleep. That. How many bosses do you guys have? Um, like how many people are there to report to or what, how many, okay, so, you know, like, sometimes you have a boss and then that boss has a boss. How many... How many bosses y'all dealing with? It's just two. Um, so we have. And are they on the same level, or is one of them the big boss? I think they're on the same level. So we have a director of operations, and then like a director of um, strategy and sales. Okay. Mm-hmm. How how do you maneuver in the workplace dealing with your bosses? Because every bo- you gotta deal with every boss the same way. Yeah, for sure. I think I one. Hmm, that's a good question. So. <laughs> Director, gotta be careful how you answer now, because you know the people are gonna tune in. But no, it's fine. Um. Yeah, the director of operations, I was working with her um, from October 2020. Mm-hmm. So she and I developed, like, a relationship. That's where, your people. Right. Okay. So, uh, but the one, the director of strategy and sales, I've been working with her since I was 17. Oh, these your people. Girl, right. that's right. why they could have picked your resume up. They say, no, right. that's, you remember Jody. Right. That's Jody. Yeah. Okay, so how, do they both, like, receive information well? Do they both give information well, hold meetings the same way? I think, no, they don't. They, they both operate very differently, mm-hmm. but it's different enough that you understand how to approach each person. Mm. And then it's, but it also helps to make sure that, I don't even know how to explain it. I know how to explain it, but it's just like it, because I've been working with one for so long, I already know how she wants information. So it's just not, mm. you know, I don't have to do much to, you know. Yeah. Cause and that then, comes naturally. Right. And then the other one, she and I, we work similarly. So it's easy for me to just, mm. Um, respond and do the things like that. Do you that. ever find it difficult to tell both of them the same information? Yes. Okay, so who do you usually tell first? 
Well, um, I assume it's the one that you know the longest because you no, could just. No, but it depends on what it is. You know what I mean? Because they both have different purviews. So if it's like a day to day thing, then I go to strategy and sales. If okay. it's like a big picture thing, then I go to um, Who handles bad news? The, they, the best. They, the both of them. They're very like, like it's crazy to walk. And I know it's because the both of, the two of them have like director backgrounds. Okay. But they both had they put out fires very well in ways that I wouldn't even think to like put out a fire. So mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'd be very anxious about something, and they'd be like, Oh no, da da da, da it's done. I'd be like, oh. So your so problems aren't usually problems once they reach your boss. Like they're both kind of solution based resolution. Like so, how we try to operate me and my coworkers that we try to. Um, siphon thing because they have so much to do we just mm-hmm. try to like siphon things to them so by the time it gets to them we already given solutions okay you know so it's really just pick what you want us to do about this basically this is card a card b card c and then sometimes they be like oh no card d is down and be like all right we go with that okay okay mm-hmm. so you know how to deal with your bosses yeah have you ever had issues because i know i have had See, I work with way more than um, five so people, mm. way more than five people. And so standing my ground, especially with my job, my current job being my only job, mm-hmm. um, I sometimes struggle to stand my ground, not necessarily to stand my ground, but just how to stand my ground. Because mm. I've realized like in the workplace, child. These people is so sensitive down to the thing. They don't have no problem offending you, but they mm-hmm. have a problem with how you react to, to being offended. Mm-hmm. And I'm the kind of person with chat, if you give it, <laughs> I got it back for you. Yeah, I think I think one of the things we handle conflict resolution very well because I think we we all just go back to the thing that all of us have this co- a common goal. Mm-hmm. So no matter if you want to do it A, B, and C, and I want to do it one, two, or three, the thing still got to get done. So I can get it done, and I think that tends to like shave off a lot of the um, the the issue of it all. So it doesn't escalate more than that. So then, what y'all listen? I'm choosing because you said all of y'all, the four of you, are are on the same level. So there's no one that can really like oh no, pull that's rank. yeah, d- they do pull pull rank. The directors pull rank. They do no depending on the situation. Not damn y'all. Oh. Like how do you, like if you let's we could get to standing ground with your bosses. Mm-hmm. When you have you ever had to stand your ground with your coworkers? Oh no, it's so just, it's always it's, been easy. So he just came on. Um, Less than six months ago. Mr. Majority Rule. Right. Okay. So he's part-time. I should also say that he's part-time as well. Well, I so, figure from you say, <laughs> from you say only like three on the speed. I say, okay, so somebody ain't full-time. Yeah. So, um, so no, I don't, I think because I don't like to put a hierarchical sense in what he and I do, but I just know that if there's a decision that has to be made because I'm the most consistent person there. I usually make the decision. Okay. You do know? you ever feel like not? I don't know if guilty is the right word, but do you ever struggle to to stand your ground on a decision just because, like you said, you don't like to make it a hierarchical thing? So mm-hmm. when you have to, do you find that difficult or no? Because I I I'm very confident in you know you know your stuff, so yeah. you know you're right. <laughs> yeah, but not that I'm right. No, man, Jody, because you know you're right. <laughs> I'm very confident. You, you know? know you're right. And no, then, I feel like that. Yeah. Yeah, so when um, so if we differ on something, mm-hmm. I know that it's a difference in execution rather than a difference in the principle of the matter. Yeah, yeah. So what about the other coworkers, the ladies? So one of we or do they ever have a problem standing their ground with you? Um, I could be hard headed sometimes. So yeah, definitely. Okay, <laughs> I I'm even like front on that. So some I get very like fixed in things, and I'm a very like routine oriented person. Did I ask if your coworkers are Bahamian? All of them are being Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, I know I get very, like, fixed in routine. They're like, no, you have to leave space for me. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, so sometimes we, we like, there's um, friction around that, but I'm learning to be more flexible, and they're also learning to be more structured. So it's a balance in that. So they're they're gaining a backbone, and you are, you yeah. are learning to Loosen. trust them. Yes, yeah, so well, trust the coworkers that it's you not a It's not a trust thing. It's a... So we all have different roles. Mm-hmm. So I know um, exhibition management is something that I have to deal with, and I think that's the thing that gets most confusing sometimes because we had a situation, not we had a situation, but yeah, we were talking about how, you know, 
if you it's like playing a game of probability mm-hmm. you know so there's if you have 10 things there's like almost like 100 or something different outcomes for the thing to be you know but depending on your taste or your preference it depends on what the outcome is so we can't lament on oh i want it this way and you want it that way because it could be a hundred different ways. Mm-hmm. So we just need to find a way that, you know, everybody could agree on and that everybody could. And who, whose way does everybody usually agree on? Because I, <laughs> here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. Speaking, speaking realistically, um, you have a, a good team and a, and a support space and a good, a mm-hmm. good work environment. And that, first of all, that's already rare, but that does not negate no, it doesn't. That you that we can't split decisions four ways or compromise four ways every time. But so that's why I'm like so I that's why I try to be as clear as possible on who the decision maker for that thing is. Okay, okay. So when there is an issue, you kinda just be like, Well, Mm-hmm. Well, Jean, Thomas, and Mary. Yeah. This is actually Tom. Well, it ain't gonna be Thomas because he's part time. This is actually <laughs> Mary's call today. Yeah. And on Wednesday, it will be Jody's call. And so let's not even make it awkward. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's how y'all. Okay. Yes. So that goes into my next question. I was gonna ask if you find yourself having to quote unquote play the game. Again, you have a, a small work environment, yeah. so you don't really have to like play chess too much or move all kind of pieces or like really tink but because it's just y'all it's just us <laughs> pretty simple yeah. and nobody hates each other nobody's a no. douchebag so it's kind of just like okay this works so you don't really yeah. have to play a game you could just come be your authentic self they can be their authentic selves your bosses can do the same and everyone can work together right and do I- you ever have a problem standing your ground with your bosses um it depends on what i have to stand my ground for if you think they wrong um, whatever the situation, whatever the decision may be, if you genuinely believe that they are making the wrong call or they're not handling correctly, but they're your boss, how do you stand your ground in that instance? Because I know for me, child, <laughs> listen, I one of them people. I I'm very clear, and I obviously I work in a different environment from from Jody. I work with a lot of people. I have a boss. My boss has a boss. He has mm-hmm. a boss. All of these things. For me, I can. I'll argue my point in terms of why I feel like that, mm-hmm. but ultimately, yeah, I don't run on. I don't. I don't yeah. have the desire to. So for me, I usually it, and my boss, my happy bunny boss, he he's a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really like tension or anything in the workplace. Mm-hmm. So the way I deal with having to stand my ground, my boss, or even if I think the decision he's making isn't right, I'm the kind of person listen. That's how I feel. But if you disagree, all you have to say is, Amanda, I said no. Mm-hmm. And I would leave it alone. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going back and forth right. with it. That's how I, I just, just remind yeah. him, hey, you could just say, say no. Yeah. Because if it don't work, I'll definitely circle back and say, I told you so. So. <laughs> no, I think early on, um, early on, both of them sat me down and they were like, listen, we want you to have equal voice. We want you to, um, because they were like, you bring a perspective that we don't have. So we want to make sure that you feel like you have. Oh, because the, you're the only artist. Right. Okay. Got you. Um, we want to make sure that you have, like, you feel like you have the audacity to say what you want mm-hmm. to say and like, actually like bring things up from your perspective. So I feel firm in standing my ground. Good. So I, I'll say what I'd be like, like yeah, I, I think we're doing this. Hey, doing you could that. do your big one, but just yeah, put on the no. record. I think that's uh, the one. No. Um, but I, also have been learning that sometimes if i disagree you know i could still see like my bosses play the long game mm, okay yeah, yeah you yeah. know so they just like have to remind me jody you know like you know this is this is the long game so we're, this is now but i have to make decisions for now tomorrow next year right okay got right. you so that's something that i i'm trying whenever i want to then voice up opinion to them i'm like okay well is this, am I thinking long-term or am I thinking short-term? Mm-hmm. Okay, what's more important right now, the long-term or the short-term? Okay, well, h- how do I, like, balance these things? And then I say, okay, well, it's not that I don't agree, but how do we fix the now in support mm-hmm. of the then, you know? Ah, yeah. Got you. I think I need to try to with my boss because he's a long-game kind of guy as well, and I'm just like, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> listen, life is short. We need to fix today's <laughs> problem right now. This need to fix right now. And I'm not, when it comes to me, mm. I'm like, no, no, no. My problem I have to fix today. I mm-hmm. actually don't care. 
I don't care for next week. I may not be here next week if y'all don't handle the day right. right. Now, if it comes to like other issues in the workplace, then I'd be like, okay, if you think that'll work in the long run, da da da. But when it comes to me, yeah, well, I'm at longs. So I'll walk up this road right now. Not really, guys. Not really. <laughs> not really. I love it now. <laughs> you want but long term? I have a problem but today. I, I think one of the things that's particular and, mm-hmm. um, and special about our galleries because we founded it from the ground up you know what I mean? Mm. And so i was there when we was picking fonts when we was doing branding when they were like trying to name the the gallery and mm-hmm. writing contracts and girl how y'all come stuff. up with turn um what turn that for? is a local seabird with global access so mm. it yeah, yeah so just we want to be our roots are in the bahamas we want to be based in the group we could go wherever we won't go but we have we, we international that part okay <laughs> all right all right and we'll, we don't have to go into making friends. What, would you consider your coworkers your friends? Yeah, man. So y'all so, be talking outside of work. Yeah. Like, so y'all be talking about like stuff that aren't. His name is Ramel. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, you are part-time. Cool like that. Because we were friends before he started oh, working at Okay, okay, you know? okay, okay. So, so he's definitely your friend. And then the other yeah. two ladies who so, you met at work. So like I said, me and um, one of them. She's normally from, I was, so when I started working, when I started volunteering at the National Art Gallery, she and I met. So mm-hmm. I've known this her from This is a director. Was, yes, I know her from, I was I mean the bilingual girlies. So, they are the bilingual, the bilingual one, yes. So we, she is my. Hold on now, hold on, hold on, hold so on. So there's a bilingual one, and then there's a quad quadrilingual one. Yeah, and those, that's the ones in the four that you work with, and then y'all have two bosses. No. Ah, how much people work with y'all? It's only four. It's my All, together. All together. Oh, <laughs> so Quad is your boss. Quad is my boss. And then <laughs> Strategies is your boss as well. So Quad is Strategies. And Operations is your boss as well. Yeah. And then Part-Time is your co-worker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I thought it was for y'all and then no. Strategies and Operations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not you'll be, not you'll be eating with your director. Because <laughs> they, because uh, the, the art My world director is so, does bring the lunch back. No, the, the art world is so interesting because I thought that it was... Well, this is my first job, obviously. So mm. when we travel to fairs, um, so art fairs, uh, some of them, depending on the scale of them, but like one of the first ones that we did, um, you know, it was like 60 different galleries in the space. Mm-hmm. And I got to like talk to different like gallery managers and different gallery assistants and different gallery directors. And they were like, yeah, you know, like... He crashes on my couch. Like, they had, like, co-worker, like, crash on their couch. Well, y'all artists familiar, son. Yeah, so there's there's a different sense of, like, relationship and connection that Mm. is not quite parallel to the corporate. Like a corporate job, yeah. Right. So in a space where, um, you know, we go on these trips and we have, we, you know, stay in the same place together. Mm -hmm. We are together from, like, we wake up in the morning until we go sleep at night. Mm, That's a certain... a liar. But, you know... That's you have to be cool. That's <laughs> yes, you know? too much. You yes, do develop a relationship, much. and they're they're actually good. They're good people. So That's important. It's not like That's I'm important. overextending myself to bad like people. anybody. No, they're they're awesome people. And okay, so these are, these your people. These your friends. They're my people. Okay, so okay. I, yeah, so I um, yeah, it was something that I had to get accustomed to as well because I have a certain idea of professionalism. Um. And I was like, I don't know if this has, has a place I think here. we all, I don't know if that's a Caribbean <laughs> thing, but I think we all grew up with kind of like, now listen, 10 people in your job, so your co-workers staying your friends. Right. Your boss is your boss. Don't find out with your bosses, y'all ain't no friends. Right. But, they might judge you out. So I think, I yeah. d- no, I do under, I do definitely get what you're saying, but I think I would prefer to be friends with the people that I work with. I'm not really a fan of the idea that you have to draw this line in the like sand because yeah. I just feel like, will we be seeing each other every yeah. day? We be, you mean to tell <laughs> you mean to tell me if Josiah over there looks sad? You ain't got. I got me like Josie. <laughs> let's talk, man. Let's take a walk. Yeah, but even I would say like even the artists that we work with, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, Y'all be close to them too, right? So it's like it's a it's a kinship all around, and mm-hmm. that kinship is what actually makes the thing work. And when I read about different um, galleries and the successes of them um, in the states and in Europe or whatever, they tell you like you know like these people ha- like if the artist didn't have somewhere to stay, 
the gallery director would, like, let them stay in their guest house, and they would make work out of their guest house, and, like, you know, like, so it, it's always been, like, this, like, mm-hmm. blurred line experience, and that's not to say that we operate boundaryless, because we don't. Because that's what to say, well, baby, <laughs> that would have been the line in the sand for me, because you hoes cannot stay here. Y'all, listen, I'll drop it where you need to go. You cannot stay here. That is, that's the line in the sand. Right there. Yeah. No, we have we have very clear boundaries. Okay, um, that's good. Yeah, because you know, like you said, when you see someone every day, like you should. You can't help but be like, so you you allergic to grits because I never see you eat that. So what happened? <laughs> like you can, at least for me, I'm a pretty observant person. Mm-hmm. So the whole your coworkers just your coworkers, that was never gonna work for me because mm. I just I familiar already. Yeah. I, it's coming the game for me. You just have to tell me. And then too, it's like the community is so small. The people who you work. Right. In the in the mm-hmm. industry, like you know, you because we're all like minded individuals. Of course, we're gonna like you know develop. I think that's friendships. important too with y'all job. Like all of y'all into art, so yes. naturally, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Where in in another in other organizations, people could be in this. I think with art to work with art, you obviously correct me if I'm wrong. To work with art, you kind of have to like it and love it and have an appreciation and respect for it. Whereas. Yeah. Um, if you work with, with sales, mm-hmm. you, you might just need a job, right? You know, if you work in, in, in marketing, you don't necessarily love graphic design, but you have a talent to know what people like. So yeah. y'all might not be like-minded. Y'all just in the same department, mm-hmm. but with your job, y'all are literally like-minded people yes. and that makes for good, yeah. for good community. Right. Okay. How's your work life, mm-hmm. work life, home life balance? Um, <laughs> oh, see now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why are you saying about that answer? See, this is my thing now. You like all the people you work with. Yeah. You like what you do. Y'all be hanging out down to the thing. You like the artists and the clients that y'all have and all these things. The girls be speaking Italian. Y'all be eating down to the thing, eating under the eating under the tree and these things. Mm-hmm. And then when I ask what your work life balance, you pop your work life balance. Your work home balance should be great. Oh no! Because your and you said you already have the boundaries, so everybody understands. And then we have that one girl who would be like, "Time to go home." Right. <laughs> so what happened? So I think the my work life balance is because I man I do so much in a day. Mm. Um, that by the time as I decompress from the day, mm-hmm. it's time to go to bed so I could wake up the next. No one. man. Yeah, babe. <laughs> girl, so when you go out. That's when you see the man name or the woman name, whoever you speak to, uh, when you speak partying. I don't be seeing. I lie. I speak out. <laughs> I speak out. But I usually out with no, my coworker. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> no, he's great company. I love him. He's, girl, but I you, anyway, him. whatever. That's no, but I, Yeah, no, he, yeah, he's, he's literally my person. Um, But, yeah, it's just hard to, yeah, it's just hard to find that balance because, like I said, the gallery opened December 2020. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, like, ground... We're still doing a lot of groundwork. Mm-hmm. We switch exhibitions every four to six weeks. You know what I mean? So it's, like, a, there's a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of different moving parts. So it's, like... Because I've not been doing it for so long, it's hard to, like, figure out what that balance is. That, like... So last year, I had no boundaries, you know, okay. I had no boundaries. If they need me to work late, I work late. If they not, they needed me because nobody asked me to do those things. I just was like, I feel mm-hmm. like this is what is required of me. Mm. Um, so I operated like that, and I was like, okay, I could do this, overachieve, da 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 da, and I burnt out. Pissed. I burnt out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so y'all then, make overtime. Yes. Okay. So when I um, so this year I was like, okay. Super boundaries, like I'm not, not like super boundaries. super. Man, I don't have no notifications on my birthday. Not phone. super boundaries, super boundaries, bro. <laughs> um, but then I realized that that's unsustainable. Yes. For the kind of work that I do. Yes. So I'm just like, okay, you gotta have this free fall lifestyle with these boundaries, tall as Eiffel Tower. Well, not tall, but it's just like it. It could be. It could be all con- if you let it. If you just let yeah. it run naturally, it could be all consuming mm-hmm. because people will message you all hours of da- the night. That's damn. That's damn. You know, and then it's like you you know that could have wait. But you see, here's wait. the thing: when I know it could have wait, that's why I don't. Ha- you know, like how some people have their notifications to just say one new message. No, no, show me it. Who talking <laughs> and what they saying? Because so I could ignore that. 
I get it. Because I could look at that, and I could look at the time. Oh, at 8.15, you think it's inappropriate? Okay, well, you keep that appropriateness right. there. <laughs> and if something burned down by the time I get up in 12 hours, then we could talk. I and I it. don't, the one thing I don't do anymore when people do things like that or try to cross a, a work boundary in the name of, you young, this job should be your life. Hmm. I stop apologizing for not heeding to something like that. So mm-hmm. if you message me nine o'clock in the night and I don't want to when I wake up in the morning, hey, what's up? Yeah. Would you need it? One of the things that I realized. Oh, hey, you get straight. Is, but so, it's never going to be, hey, sorry, I missed it. No, I'm sorry. And I miss it. But I have a, I had a lot of workplace trauma. So, mm. I mean, even though I said it. I was like, girl, you ain't never worked. They listen. These things is be rough. Um, <laughs> freelance work is be rough. But, you know, I had a job where if I, if, Someone messaged me six o'clock in the morning. If I didn't get back to them by six o five, it was an issue, you know. So mm. I had I had instances where you know, like if I wrote an email a certain way, like I'd be corrected about how I worded my email and just like, man, you can't even draw in peace, Jesus. <laughs> little nitpicky things like that. So what I was doing um, was I when they would email me on the weekend i would respond and then my bosses be like listen this is just the time that i have to respond to things real you don't have to mm-hmm. you know you don't have to to check your email on the weekend and then i'm like oh okay so it's like a it's a unlearning for me mm. and a learning for me so that's why i said that i'm trying to like figure out different boundaries because the nature of the job is somebody has to be on call 24 7 okay got you you know so but that's not what it always have to be, Jody. That part. Okay, fair. Yeah. Um, I forgot to tell you about this part when we was going over the runner show. Okay. So that's my bad. That's right. But um, we're going to get into Ask the Host. Okay. So essentially, you can ask me any two questions, whether related to the topic or outside of the topic, and mm-hmm. I have to answer. Okay. Um, it doesn't matter that I'm just telling you now because you wouldn't have been able to tell me the questions anyway. Right. So, <laughs> would you like to shout out your co-workers while you think about that, or you already have two questions you want to ask me? Um, I guess the first question that I would ask mm-hmm. you would be, who is your favorite Bahamian visual artist, and you can't say me. Girl, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, girl! I'm trying to think. I don't really know. I don't really know because I don't really I keep it a full stock with y'all. When you see me go to like an art show, that is probably because Jody invited me. I ain't just I don't just like follow the (laughs) National Art Gallery and just go to no somebody I know have to be doing something and I know artists but like not like how like how me and Jody is friends. The only reason I don't go down to turn is because of how far it, it is. It That's far. the only reason. <laughs> but now that I know Jody's going to have an exhibition, th- I'm going to go for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're good. Um, Sydney Colby is really good. Sydney did the graphics for is... our, for Gal. She did the logo for, for yeah. this podcast. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And, and I had already liked her work. So I was like, ooh, I'm trying to let me miss it. Oh, too. listen, Sydney is like one of the biggest, like, she be doing her big one. She be doing. Who else be drawing it and painting down to the thing? Throw that boy name, Nico. I think he doesn't. I think so. Okay. I think his name on Twitter is somebody's son. He drew a picture of me one time, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Uh, Oh, this gentleman, Jason Bain. I don't know if you know him. Yes, I know he Jason. does like those digital little, art. Uh huh, mm-hmm. and they be really cool. Yeah. I just be like, he's on my Facebook. I just be like, ooh, he's be doing that. Look cool, like when mm-hmm. someone goes on me like that. Yeah, he he's good. He's really good. Who else be drawing? I'm painting. Well, Angelica Wallace Whitfield is like the goat. <laughs> not, she's like another level. <laughs> yeah. She be down to them walls on them murals, right. and I be like <laughs> on the scaffold. I be like, I could do that, you know. I could right. do that. I could just like stand under the ladder and just do a little, Delivery. you know. Yeah. She when I see her post, she makes me want to be like a part of like a mural. Yes. Yes. Obviously, it would have to be already drawn. They would have to tell me what color to put where and things of that nature. Yes. Yeah. But Angelica Wallace Whitfield is, I think her work is, like, really, really good. Yeah, she's one of my best friends. She's she's solid. I really, yeah. yeah. So those people, when I think, as, like, off the top of my head, when I think about no, artists, I'm like. a good variation of people. You well-rounded. They could, do, they could do the big one. I'd be into that. Very well-rounded. Okay, what's the second question? Um, it's <laughs> a good question. What is the second question? <laughs> Um, if there was one thing that you could have right now that you didn't have to return, what would you have? 
One thing that I could have right now that I wouldn't have to return. Yeah. So it'd probably be like food. Because you don't return food. Or no. it could be like anything in the world. It could be anything in the world. Right now in this moment, an air fryer. But there you go. <laughs> because, let me tell you why. Tell me. Listen. I I am the head of my house. So there's there's no mommy or no no nanny or no no housekeeper cooking for me. It is the summer. Mm-hmm. My sister is used to eating home cooked food. Right. She ain't really too much into having to buy food on her way home. She ain't, I wouldn't say she ain't into it, but it's just not what she's used to, and that might be my fault. Mm. So I cook like four to five times Ooh. a week, like in the front of the stove. Ooh. And because I work mainly from home, and yeah. she works completely from, from her job, right. it's me cooking. So before I came here, I was, was cooking. cooking. And today is Tuesday. By Thursday, you got cook it then. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So you need you want, and we fry. don't have an air fryer. So I be like eat up, and I don't particularly like frying food, right? Because that's not the healthiest. And then you know, if you buy food, you're usually buying fried, fried food, food. So that's the balance there for me. So I, my head always in the baker. Mine too, you know. Always in the baker. I always always in the front of some pot making so- something. But I knew if I, I know if I had an air fryer, little fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, that's cute. I wouldn't be in the baker with right. my little oven mitt with my little tongs flipping right. over the, the turkey sweat, pieces. Listen, mm-hmm. well, see, don't drip down my fork, cause I don't sweat easy. But under my boobs, I baby, I just be like Jesus. My boobs ain't even big, and I, I feel like no, see. So yeah, if I off the top of my head, mm-hmm. an air fryer in I Jesus' name, an air fryer. I get it. I get in one though. I get, I get in one though. I know when. But I, I could text you in like three months and be like, send me a picture of your Cause boy. <laughs> Cause boy. I can eyes be tired. CBS is something on special, you know. I speed I be tired. And I need a white one because I wanted to match the rest of the appliances. Yeah. Oh, I wanted yeah. to match the, the stove and the mm-hmm. toaster and the microwave. All of them white. So I want a white air fryer. And yes, hose. I have a white refrigerator. So when I get a new one, I'm gonna get another white refrigerator. Yeah, for it. Because I need it to go. I need everything I need to match. To, yeah, 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 that's what I like. So yes, an air fryer, and that's what, that's the thing on my mind. Yeah, that's fair. An air fryer. Utilitarian. Because mm-hmm. I don't get my little my little mop with its ring itself out in the oh. box. I don't have that. So <laughs> air it's fryer. It's a thousand for me. Cause <laughs> boy, I don't live in like a massive house or anything, but just the idea of mopping three to four. Like separate rooms with the same water, I can't deal with that. I get it. So I just have to go outside, throw that water out, put oh, new wow. water yeah. in, the, the mop out with the with the clean rinse and water, do yeah. that out, throw that water out, then get new water to mop. But I Listen. feel like ever since I moved out, like I realized why the Swiffer was invented. Like, see now I have I a Swiffer wet jet, but that's for like little the, stuffy. That's for the kitchen on the regular. Right. The mopping is like a cause child, I know right. I'm dirty. I don't I don't track mud and stuff in the house. Right. So I mop like once a month every room. But I mm-hmm. sweep weekly and obviously, you know, the kitchen is a different animal because right. I always in there. Right. So the the Swiffer waft wet jet mm-hmm. is specifically for the kitchen. Right. I get it. I don't think that nowhere else. Mm-hmm. That that <laughs> that <laughs> is for the kitchen. But yeah. But I get it. Yeah. But I can need that air fryer so bad. I, wait, I just, just be tired. And when people just be like, they don't cook that much, I just be like, How what am I doing wrong? Yeah, I don't, like, I just, just don't eat in the night. Oh, so just, that's not yeah, an option. I just, I just be like, okay, some water? Cool. Never. <laughs> it will, will I go to bed hungry? Sure will. See, here's my thing. <laughs> Going to bed hungry is one thing. Mm-hmm. That could work if I ain't into nothing. It's the waking up hungry I don't be into. Oh. That's, because... I could go to bed hungry and still sleep now. Right. Maybe sleep a little deeper because right. I don't know energy. <laughs> but, when, but when I wake up hungry, that is be a struggle. Mm-hmm. That's why I just have to eat before I go to bed. But um, before we wrap up, would you like to shout out your coworkers? Anything you want people to look out for? Anything? How can they find you? How could they find Turn? All um, of these things. Shout out hey, to Romel. Shout out to Romel. You know, the, you know, my person. Very grateful for you. Um, Y'all be hunching? What do you mean, person? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. okay. okay. <laughs> my no. bad, my bad. Let's move forward. Let's move forward. Let's move forward. Shout out Ramel. Shout mm-hmm. out to him. Um, shout out to our directors. I appreciate you guys for mm-hmm. creating a space. Um, you can find Turn on Instagram at T E R N because it's a E, not a U. Mm-hmm. T E R N Gallery. 
Um, we primarily use Instagram. You could follow us on Facebook, but the, the content is be the same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you could visit our website. Same for us. Content yeah. is the same, it's love. www.duringgallery.com. Um, um, you can find me at Jody underscore EA on Instagram. Um, it don't make sense following me on Twitter, to be honest. And, <laughs> and yeah. If there's an artist that feels like their work is good enough to be in the gallery, who how do they how do they oh, go about asking complicated. about it? Okay, <laughs> well, if there's an artist out there that feels like but they want to be in turn, please call Jody no, or message Jody. Um, don't call me. Jesus. No, because we like I said, we work very di- we work differently, you know, mm. than other galleries. So we represent like ten artists, ten to twelve artists already. You know what I mean? And so gallery full. Gallery full. Um, you, I would always. Um, advise people to send me their portfolios. Like, mm. I don't discourage people from sending me their portfolios, but that I cannot guarantee that that will manifest into you being a turn at some point. So okay. I just try to, you know, like, balance expectations. <laughs> okay, well, Jody, thank you for joining the Gal Cave once again. Aww, I think you're the you first too. guest to be here twice. Aw, I was So it's so happy to see you back and doing such different things, such wonderful things. Glad to see you in this light. You look, you even look brighter. Oh, thank like you. Look, it's, she looks so lovely. You can feel like the light coming off, even though she's be stressed out down to the job. I so just, I thank you so much <laughs> for coming. This has been a pod called Gals. Two brown girls in the two for two. Get a dose of what you missed and what you never knew. Real conversations, our interpretation, behaving persuasion. That's the way that we give it to you. Gals, what they want. Gals, what they need.